What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome. 286th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend Wink. Wink, what's going on, dude? Oh, not not much. Not much at all. Um ready for we got some nice weather coming up this weekend, and I am pretty stinking stoked about it. But other than that, not much. So what's hey. up with you? Well, speaking of weather, we're up in the 90s, so enjoy what your Ooh. cold weather while you can. Well, it's not it cold been... here. It's just been windy <laughs> as shit. Like, it's insanely windy. Like, we've been in a wind advisory all week. So you live windy. in the, well, Oklahoma, so Hurricane Alley, right? Tornado Alley, but yes. Tornado Alley, Hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> if no, a hurricane made it no to Oklahoma. That would be a hell of a hurricane. <laughs> Yes. That would be a big problem. We're talking like Michael Bay movie problems. Yes, basically. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of, well, it's not really a movie. It's a TV show. And I put this in the notes to talk about last week because I wanted to see what your thoughts on it were. Um, But it was announced last week. So I don't know if you saw the announcement. There was actually a video put out with Ewan McGregor talking about this. But Kenobi, there's been changes. Have you seen this? I... I did hear about the changes. I actually I didn't yeah, so, know they were changes. I, but I heard. Yeah, so it was supposed to come out on May twenty fifth, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'm really excited about this for a couple of reasons. Okay. But it was supposed to come out on May twenty fifth, which is a Wednesday, which is a lot of the Disney Plus shows have been coming out with their new episodes on Wednesdays, right? Which kind of annoys me. I don't know. I don't know how people that work normal schedules feel about Wednesday as the day that new stuff comes out. Does it but, really matter? I mean. It does for me, and this is why I watch with my wife, and she works a normal schedule. So about the about the only time I get to watch these shows with my wife is Friday. And by Friday, if you're really into these things and follow them on social media, a lot of times you get mm. spoiled. So they moved it from May 25th to May 27th is the day they're adding new episodes. So that's Fridays for new episodes now instead of Wednesdays, which is perfect hmm. for me. But then on top of that, they're dropping in the first week of Kenobi, they're dropping the first two episodes, not just one. So you're getting two episodes in the first week instead of just one. Yes. Very exciting. I'm freaking stoked. I'm kind of curious how many episodes of Kenobi there's going to be because lately it seems like when they started with Mandalorian, there was like, what, nine, ten episodes in the first season? And a lot of these, at least the yeah. Marvel shows, they've been like six-episode shows. And it's like, I want more than this. Like... So I'm what really Marvel hoping Kenobi is longer. 
Uh, right now, Moon Knight's going on, which I think is six episodes. The last one was uh, Hawkeye, which I think was six or seven episodes. Didn't know anything before about that, any of those. Before that was uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was seven, maybe eight. And then before that gotcha. was Loki and WandaVision, which were all up closer to eight to nine. So okay. they've all been going down in number. I'm really just hoping Kenobi has a lot of episodes. Yeah. Mostly because it's my favorite character and I want as many episodes as I can get. But you know, Understandable. So. <laughs> Well, but cool. I thought that was worth noting to a Star Wars podcast. If you hadn't heard... That's totally fair. That's where we're at with Kenobi. And guess what? You're only less than two less than two months away. Come on. Come faster, please. Very nice. That's what she said. <sighs> <laughs> oh, family-friendly rating just went out the window. Yes, All right, anyway. yes. Thanks a lot, GMP. Uh... You're killing my us. Bad, my bad. All right. Uh, yeah. So I guess we can go into normal podcast. Yes. So. Let's do that. Um, the soundboard is dead. I forgot to charge it. So. Oh, uh, so it's now, a wink sings the pod soundcast again. No. No. I'll just simply We ask. got new people here. You don't have the soundboard. You got to sing it. I, I can't sing it. I'm not going to do Maybe that. Maybe that's why he's not going to sing it. There's strangers Ex- here. Exactly. <laughs> I, I should. I don't know if this thing will charge it in time. It probably won't. It takes like five minutes for the iPad to charge. Um. Anyway, so that's what, fine. We can get it for the next sounder. What? Uh. What did you do in Swaga this week, sir? What did I do in Swaga? So, uh, while you were finishing off fleets, I did one of my uh, other things. I got Dengar to Gear Thirteen. So nice. Um. Yeah. Very that nice. was a big one. Uh, IG-88 I got to gear 13 this week which leaves only TIE Fighter Pilot who's currently I just got to gear 12 so I need to get gear gear 13 for TIE Fighter Pilot this week hopefully and then I'll be all I'll need to do is add I say this as in all I need to do is get the relic levels on my bounty hunters and then I'll be ready for executor Problem is, I don't have any signal data, so that's going to take me a minute. Yeah. But the good news is, as we'll talk about in the update, there's a reason for me to spend canteen energy right now. There is. And so uh, I'm going to double dip while I work on this executor requirements. But yeah, those are the two biggest things. I actually, the other things were, I finally finished off seven starring Bad, Bad Batch after having to stop them to farm dark side tickets for C. I finally went back to them and finished all of the uh, all of the Bad Batch. And it's hilarious to me, because I'm kind of hinting at things from the update, but one of the Bad Batch I characters hit actually hit accelerated status this week. So That's right. I, so that... I finished Hunter about four days before he accelerated. <laughs> well, and, you know, if you're thinking about starting to farm Bad Batch, that's something to keep in mind that they're progressively oh. over the next few weeks are gonna all hit accelerated so um just something to kind of keep in mind um i did one thing this week that's pretty much it other than uh there's one other moderate thing i did i don't remember what the hell that was so the only exciting thing i did was unlock star killer oh i Really? Already? I thought I know a few days ago you were saying you needed four relic levels to do that. 
But so where's your star killer at? Well, like what's his uh gear ten, I believe. Let me Let me I got you up on the screen. Uh oh, my no, iPad's no, plugged not. in. You so that's right. The iPad is plugged in. Trying, so I got your trying iPad to get up that charge. Um yeah, I am at gear ten. Uh I need let's see, I need thirteen more bender arms and then a couple other gear pieces, and I'll be able to get him to gear eleven. And I've got pretty much everything for gear 12 ready. It's all the other crap. And if it wasn't for the uh, oh, the galactic chase going on right now, I would save up the crystals and I would be able to get the gear that I need to finish him. But, uh, you know, the fact that I am doing... Um, the going for that outrider obviously you're chasing because, you're yes, chasing currently I am chasing um because of that fact i am blowing through crystals like crazy doing all up through the 200 crystal refreshes on the cantina so i don't have any more crystals left to spend on anything at all so um yeah that's my entire week um how's your conquest I- going let me ask you another question before that, as far as characters go, because we're kind of still sure. on that. Where's your second sister at? Oh, uh, let's see. 44 out of 65. My Oh, damn. Are you doing three, two yeah. refreshes on her? Yes. Well, yeah. I should probably start Fi- doing that. 15 total attempts. Um, and on yeah, I'm, I'm do- I've been doing 10, so I might have to add one now that I'm done with the Bad Batch. I'm 60 out of 85 on Aiden also. I'm... I completely forgot she was farmable because... Doesn't matter to you. One of the few characters ever that I did not worry about. That I think... That's true. Let me just... Okay. This is random and off track, but let me list the characters I bought. And you tell me if it was worth it. Okay. Nest... And Aiden. <laughs> not not bad. I'd say two of the better ones in the game to get early. I, I think I've only bought one and I... Th- well, it was kind of buying one. Um, it was whenever Jedi Knight Revan came through, I spent to get him early. And I think that, that was the last time I spent money in this game, actually. No, I, I bought... Like a pack or something a year or two ago. But, yeah, that's it. I used to buy... Back when the packs for marquee characters were 10 bucks every time instead of 20 I used to buy them almost every marquee. Yeah, people used but to But when they bumped to 20 those. bucks, Well, I mean, you get a free star out of it, right? So 30 shards go to 4 star, and now you just need to get the 5th, 6th, and 7th star. It was always a good deal with that pack, but I can't, I, I can't buy $20 packs every time. Um, I just swear I draw the line. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I, soundboard's back up. We're good to go. Yes. Um. So I'm a six six out of 65 on six, second sister. So a little bit further behind there. Okay. But did you start farming ninth sister? Yes. Uh, I'm, I got two shards in uh, 30 attempts in the last two days. I've got three. And no, oh, okay, yeah, all right, not not good, not good. Oh, soundboard celebration! Let's go. We're all excited about it. Indeed. Um, <laughs> since we are on that, let me go ahead and play the sounder for me. Uh, talk, to, continuing to talk about what we did this week in conquest. <laughs> 
Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? So, not only are the sounders fun, but they give us a moment to sit back, take Breathe. a break, take a drink. I took a drink. Yeah, no. yep. I, I got a question for you. Sure. Shoot. Because we've been through a lot of sounders on this this podcast. Facts. Five plus years. Yes. Whenever I... This doesn't happen often. So, whenever I do the editing for the podcast, I always throw the old outro onto the end. And now I don't listen to the podcast and I certainly don't listen all the way through the podcast because, you know, I talked it. I already know what I said. Do you still put the old outro on the podcast? No. Because it's hilarious to me that we have so many sounders that with uh, the sultry female, but the original outro sounder was from one of your friends back in the day, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so when I edit the podcast, you get two different females that's doing true. sounders. And I, I actually think we have a new outro. I just, I don't remember. I mean, I never heard it. I'm pretty certain I made one. I, the the new sounder that's always listed at the top of our notes should be the outro. Huh. Oh my god! Oh, that was bad. That was bad. Oh, okay. Not so good. Not yeah. so bad. That was okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um. Anyways, in conquest, where were we, we were talking about conquest? Uh, have you have you made much progress at all? I am. I did in the first two days, and then I I got off of work where I stay up all night, and I all I have time to do is play this game. And I kind of stopped doing my refreshes. So I'm through sector two and that's it right now. I think after I think after the podcast tonight, since I'm probably gonna go sit in bed and watch ghost shows and play Swugga, I'll probably do a bunch of refreshes and get a little bit further than I have the last few days. But I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not where I could be. Let's just say that. Yeah. And my my data disk drops have been f- terrible. My data disks have been amazing, but um, I'm a little ways into sector three. I did a few refreshes in the beginning, but at first I was kind of like, "Hey, this is kind of fun," and then, eh, I don't know, I don't care. So it's I. It, what makes it not fun for me is that playing it on hard mode. It's all. It's it becomes for me. It's the Jedi, Jedi Master Kenobi show, and sometimes yeah. my C, my C team show. So that's that's usually where it goes. But my Rebels, I always lose someone, so it's almost not even worth it there. Right. The Slickers, uh, right? Imperial Troopers. You'll see Slickers alone or with a team because Slicker yeah. always loses people if he has a team. And that's what makes that annoying. I need to do that more often. Yeah. Him and Lord Vader are badass in uh Why in haven't Conquest. I been doing it that? I don't know why I He's thought if good. I took one character in, I wouldn't get three stars. I need to start just throwing... Yes, you get three stars. Throwing Slicker in there. Gas, Slicker, Lord Vader. Um, what? Who else is there? Malak can probably do some too. Uh, who else is there? There's a lot of characters that are just like great, absolutely great at. Uh, oh, C's another one. Yeah, see, I love my C team. I don't even th- I don't even put him in alone, but I I usually run C, uh, Vader, 
Emperor Palpatine, Malak, and Sith Trooper. Ah, you don't need and... that many characters. See, I well, like I said, I thought I needed to have everyone in to get the three star for some reason. No, so I need to start. This might actually be a good thing for me because I might actually start get further into it, knowing I can drop some. Oh yeah, legends I, most of the battles I do only have one character for that reason. Jimmels doesn't do anything by himself, does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. Especially Why if you am get... I... No wonder I never get Dude, great get rewards. The de- get in, the debuff disc. The, like, the one that does... That applies the dots, and then the thermal, and then the damage with the debuffs. Because he AoEs all the time. Yeah, he's yeah, I don't awesome. Have, or I don't have the thermal disc him, yet, but I have three Costa commissions and a few others. So. Yeah, Gemmels is awesome. All right, I'll have to do that, too. I'm going to do that after the show. Throw, throw Luke in with him, and you can really knock out some good squads. Nice. All right, yeah, I'll have to do that, because I I usually run Jet Kenobi and his team into the ground down to 0%. Right, yeah. And then uh, hope that I can get some decent shots in with the other teams, but they always lose people, so I get... Uh, Oh, hey, Bro- I got not broken art. I don't know, but whatever. I have a fun tip for uh, one might say it's a big tip. Even uh, if you're <laughs> trying to here. get some of those early feats, this is what I did. I used, who is it? Old Ben, Luke, the farm boy, Luke. God, who was it? Oh, Boba and the Mando. So there are. Feats where you have to win 20 battles with two of them, 20 battles with two of them. So I basically put all four of those characters on a squad, so I'm doubling up on those feats along with the Galactic Legend. And Does that work even if they die? Yes, it works if they die. Oh, I'm going to do th- that. Oh, hold on. Keep listening. So you, you use all of your stamina, burn them all the way down, and mm-hmm. then just wait until they get to 1% stamina, do a battle. Wait till they get to 1% stamina, do a battle. You can do them like every 10 minutes or something and knock out those battles with a lot of energy without waiting on them to refresh because who the hell cares if they die? Um, right. And just yeah. just to get those feats and it gets you that one purple disc. So that's kind of... I did that. The, that's like the purple disc w- mass attack purple disc, right? Shit, I don't know. I don't remember. Massively overpowered, I think it's called. Sp- yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I haven't finished any event if any event feats yet. I need to just do that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that tonight too. I'll throw those guys in there. Yeah, get to work on it. Just throw, like I said, all four of those characters together. The I want my armor and a new hope characters. All four of them, same squad with a GL, um, or like gas or something against something weak. And yeah, it's pretty great. Very nice. I like. Um, yeah. So, what's I'm next? annoyed that the uh, that Maul isn't in the uh, the end package anymore because I am. I've been buying Maul shards for the last few. I'm two ninety nine at three thirty. At some point, I'm gonna get Maul. Oh yeah, no kidding. No, no, no. Anyways. Hey, what are the odds we get Kyle Adamundi to 
seven star this uh, light side territory. Slim. Very slim. So? Yeah, not going to happen. I'm at 306 out of 80, which means I need 24 shards. So half the people would have to finish it. Ain't what do happen. we normally get? 20, 23? Yeah. That's how many we'll get. If we need 24, we'll get 23. I guarantee it. Yep. Yep. That would be nice, though. That would be amazing to finally finish that cat. I'd be so happy to be finished with that cat. I forgot so, about that. I might yeah. actually unlock him because I don't know if anyone. I'm gonna show this on the screen. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you haven't even activated the guy. Look, there's Kayato Mundi at 306 out of 80. Poor Cammy. I told myself. I told myself I wasn't gonna unlock him until I got him seven stars, and I'm not a liar. You're a man of your word. You know what I miss? No. This is a this is a podcast throwback right here. I miss my two star Lando. Yeah. I've, yeah. That was pretty cool. You had that for a long time. You were special. Literally one time ever with a Twitter special to unlock a character. They've never done it again since. That was in like the first three months of the game. I unlocked Lando through Twitter. And since then, they've never done anything like that again. Interesting. All right. I have an important question for you, sir. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. This bottle will probably be see-through like everything else I show on here. But I'm drinking Angry Orchard. I bought the uh, the, the winter sampler Ooh. because I wanted to see what this old-fashioned version of Angry Orchard was. And it is not great. What's hmm. up with you? Camera, fix yourself. There you go. It, it's okay. Um, it's old-fashioned Angry Orchards. Cocktail style. Hints of cherry, orange peel, and vanilla. Bleh. Sounds terrible. The reason I actually bought it is because the only way to get this version of Angry Orchard is in the sampler packs. And this is the best Angry Orchard. If you never... Wink, you'll hate this. What is it? But it's called Sinful Angry Orchard. It's a cinnamon hard cider. Oh, I know that Hard you, pass sir, on that. No. hate cinnamon <laughs> yes. any alcohol, yeah. but the cinnamon... The cinnamon I'll tell you what's orchard. crazy. As much as I hate cinnamon alcohol, I love cinnamon. Like, if you've... If you ever see me eat a sweet potato, I cover Put cinnamon it, dust on it? I, dude, I cover it in butter until it's basically a liquid, and then I cover it with... Uh, with cinnamon, it's so good. Um, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I do love. Oh, cinnamon. okay, so All it's cinnamon. so. Uh, God mentions um, Goldschlager. Um, I, I don't have quite the aversion to that, but um, Goldschlager is the other beverage that I that I was chugging on. The infamous night back in college that made me to where I can't drink cinnamon alcohol. So I, I'm not a big fan of either one of those. But I can actually drink that. So You know what? Okay. Listeners of this show will like this. Right. You know what I can't drink lately? What? Margaritas. And you want to know why? Oh, that's terrible. What? Remember the night we did that uh, that Patreon QA and we were drinking Costco margarita mix. Well, you, you said, do I remember? I remember that this happened. I don't remember it. I, 
here's what happened that night. I slept on the oh. the, the vinyl. <laughs> I, I slept on the vinyl floor of my office. I had one of my seven year olds woke me up on my office floor at like seven thirty a.m. Oh. And now every time I drink margaritas, I oh want to puke. That's, so that's terrible. That's really that Patreon terrible. QA really effed me up. Yeah, not not good. Oh, it was, geez. it was, so every time I drink, uh, I have flashbacks to waking up on my floor to my son, like, why are you on the floor in your That's office? That's terrible. <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. That's awesome. It was so bad. That's, that is pretty bad. I have to admit. Yeah. Not good. So yeah, I haven't drank like that since then, actually. Smart. Smart, sir. Um, I am drinking Agua. Hey, is that what you went to get during the break? Uh, yeah, I'm. I need water. I am. I'm drinking tomorrow night. So, um, we've been. Oh, you're doing the... another podcast? You cheating on me? No, no, sir. Um, <laughs> sultry female and I are gonna get in the hot tub, drink alcohol, oh. and watch a movie. So, um, what movie? I don't know. We're just gonna find something. We have TV outside, like. Turn it near the hot tub, I assume. Yes, and it's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait. So I'm going to save my booze drinking for that night. Um, We're going to continue to go off topic here for a second. Uh, uh, That happened today. Yeah, four months later, I finally closed on that uh, new uh, the. I don't know what you call it when you get a new mortgage to pull out money, like a refi. Cash out Refinance. refi, cash out refi. So my pool will start soon. Yeah, it only took four freaking months. So my pool nice. should be done about November, and then you know I can wait forever to get in it. Heck yeah! But then my backyard won't look like Jumanji, so that'll be nice. That does sound good. <laughs> Every time I look out my back patio and see the weeds that are about this, up to my six foot chest. Um, Ooh, that's that's a good. problem. Yeah. Well, my yeah. my sons are all my sons are always like, "Can we go in the backyard and pull the weeds?" And I'm like, "All I can think to myself is, listen, they they put a price on the pool that included clearing the backyard. I'm not doing the work for them because they're not going to lower the price. So that weed can get a ten feet tall. They're still going to do it themselves. I'm not touching that stuff. Make it a jungle. There you. They're go. like, but we want to play on our swing, and I'm like. Too bad. Go to the playground in the park. I just the uh, swing is gone. Gotta the get your money's have, worth. The plants have taken over the swing. It's oh, never coming back. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Hashtag bad. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um. Anyways, back on top. All right, let's jump to this. Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. Alrighty, so there was a few things um, that yeah. happened in this update. I've already actually alert, alerted, alliterated. That's not the word. Alluded, I alluded to them earlier. Anyways, it's something. Dash Rindar's ship is now in the game. Outrider. So the Outrider is in the game. It looks like a knockoff. It looks like the Millennium Falcon if you turned it si- like ninety degrees and then it was fly. It had to fly straight. Doesn't it? 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the front of the the front of the Millennium Falcon goes out with the like. I, I see what you're Does saying. Does anyone know what I'm saying? Uh, you flip the uh, Lillian Falcon 90 degrees and you have the Outrider. They're both YT, YT ships, like uh, yeah. freighters. I like the Outrider. Yeah, anyway. Cool ship. I used to love, uh, God, what was that game? Shadow of the Empire. Um, Shadow of the Empire. So I, I figured this ship was coming, so I was pretty pumped to see it. So I am going hard after the Outrider. If Falcon and the B-Wing had a baby, yeah, for sure. Hey, that's uh, a, that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I could see that. Uh, it's so. It's in the galactic chase in the cantina again. So that's three yeah, like straight. Like and it was it. interesting because they mentioned that someone mentioned, "Well, why is this ship a four star unlock when the other ones weren't? When the other ones were two star unlocks?" And what makes sense to me is what they said. Or at least what they're they're. Uh, Reasoning made sense. And they said for the other two ships that you unlocked a two star, which was an easier unlock, it was they were linchpins to make a squad work, right? And Outrider is not Rebel squads work without Outrider. Outrider just, I'm guessing, makes them better. I haven't read the kit. We're going to go over that here in a little bit. But Outrider is just an addition to a good squad, whereas those tanks right. throwing them into resistance and first order makes them better and usable so um you got a galactic chase going on for cantina nodes from now today the 8th so midnight last night uh till the 12th you can get the ship so it's an 80 shard unlock it unlocks at four stars i believe Mm -hmm. and so yeah looks pretty good yep i like it i am uh Going going hard after it. So the next thing that, that happened is this executor change. I don't have the executor, so I don't know really know how this change works. If you do in chat, wink. If you do, please explain it to me. It sounds like it was just reworded. I just to... I just figured out that they made a change about thirty minutes ago when I read the notes. So yeah, so I it will looks not like they're able to explain this. So it looks like it used to be even if a ship had immunity to these debuffs, it would add the debuffs regardless, and which doesn't make a lot of sense to in the game wise. And they're like, we realize that doesn't make a lot of sense, so we're going to reword this to make it make sense by getting rid of the buff immunity, debuff immunity, to make sure that you can add the debuffs and it makes sense. Was that a fair assumption? I read through the whole thing, and I don't have executive side. So I didn't really understand what it's saying doesn't sound like it does a lot to the actual playability of the executor except to say this is what it did before it didn't make sense with how debuffs and buffs should work so we're going to make it make sense with the wording does that make sense to you i don't know i i, I wanted to talk about it because i thought you might know since you have executor but if you don't then we're both going to be in oh, the dark. It here. says dispel breach immunity and chafe from all enemies. Yeah, so that's the new part. Right. So it's it's okay. supposed to dispel those things so that you can add your debuffs to the team. Whereas before, yeah. even if they had those things, which are supposed to prevent them, it would have done it anyway, which didn't make sense. So I think the idea was to be like, okay, well, let's get rid of those buffs so that when we add them, it's not like, 
well, you weren't supposed to get that because I have this immunity, but you still gave it to me. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're thinking about this too much, but... Um, yeah, I don't care yeah. that much. Anyways, All right. for anyone uh, out, there, executive Ninth, out there, there was a change. Go check it out. It might affect you. Night Sister is now farmable on hard light side 3D. I'm and actually surprised about this. They went back to light side for a hard node farm, a new hard node farm. I thought they were, would stick to the dark side. Hmm. I don't really keep up with those sorts of things. Well, like I've said all along when I was farming dark side tickets, all of the Bad Batch as well as Finnick were added to the light side. All the characters added to farmable positions were all light side for the longest time before the second sister was added to dark side and we're already back to another light side hard node farm. So I thought that would hint at a light side galactic legend, but that kind of blew that out the window throwing that onto a light side spot. So uh hunter like you mentioned earlier hunter if you're if you haven't farmed bad batch you're in a good spot for the next few weeks because they're all about to become accelerated which means farming them is going to be a lot easier twice as uh, fast it's actually led me to make a decision as far as star killer goes oh because it seems like bad batch became farmable not that long ago and since I don't really care about Starkiller that much, I don't think I'm going to finish um, Kyle Katarn. And I think I'm just going to wait to farm the other three until they're accelerated. That way I can continue on the signal data to get my executor and then maybe move on to Lord Vader or Ray after that while waiting for the accelerated characters for Starkiller because those accelerated characters being accelerator is a massive time saver. Yeah. With the double shard uh, drops. So, yep, for sure. We'll see what happens. Um, they added an Omicron to Jen Urso. It's terrible. <laughs> Do you, you want to read it real quick? No, not really. No? It's not good? Yeah, fine. I'll read it. <laughs> um, this is her unique. Unique ability, I believe. Before it was, Jen is immune to stuns again, ten percent potency times she scores critical hit. New text: Rogue One allies are immune to buff immunity. Jen is immune to stun and gains ten percent potency for each time she lands critical hit. So the buff immunity immunity—that's weird. For Rogue One, is all the time, no matter what. But they also added while in territory wars, Rogue One allies. Gain 30% max health, potency, and 20 speed whenever an R1 ally buff expires during an enemy's turn. Jin gains 10% turn meter. If all allies of Rogue One start a battle, whenever Jin critically hits an enemy, all allies recover 10% health and gain additional bonus depending on their role. Attackers get crit damage up and offense up. Tanks get critical hit immunity and taunt. Support healers get evasion up and speed up. In other words, boring. This is just another one of those Omicrons they've added for Territory Wars to make another squad At more least annoying. moderately useful if you want. Yeah, to use just it. just mo- this is a, this this to me this is a whale Omicron. Yeah, this is like okay, we're in Territory Wars. What are we going to th- set on? What are we going to use on offense? Can we make an offense team 
usable. Maybe with this Omicron, because they weren't before. I thought I think it's more. I think the more important thing with this update is what happened with our Zeta, which is available to everyone. Because our right. Zeta originally was, I believe, immune make her immune to stun. Correct. Which is now not the Zeta. The Zeta is actually now Rogue One allies are immune to buff immunity in all modes with this upgrade. Correct. So it's actually better than it was before. Yes, it's an upgrade. The, What's funny is I, I didn't mention any... Outside of the Omicron is an upgrade. The Omicron itself, not so much. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's not not great. It's another one of those uh, vanities Omicrons. Kind of like we talk yeah. about vanity Zetas. This is another vanity Omicron. Yep. For sure. So, All right. Um, Outrider. Do, do we want to talk about this this uh, kit? I want to talk about how clearly I heard you say Outrider. That oh. was crispy. How what? It was crispy. Crispy? I could hear it perfect. Like, hmm. your voice, you could probably have not enunciated. Enunciated? Listen, I'm drunk, and everything I say you can hear, right? Um... <laughs> Was it like, God, what, what, I'm brain dead. What is that thing? The thing that people do into the microphones. ASMR? ASMR, yes, thank you. It was ASMR to my ears. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Very Um, So, if you need a microphone for any sort of anything whatsoever. um, If you want to be crispy. Yeah, if you want to be crispy, um, go get yourself a blue microphone. Go get yourself a Yeti. Um, the the Yeti is like a Wampa with an Omicron. They are amazing. Um, God, so, I, I have four Yeti microphones. That's a lot of Yetis. I had I had a Yeti before we were sponsored because, that's and I true. think I remember using my Yeti is what. Uh, drew their attention. So, Yeti microphones, great microphones in every right, and 100%. Uh, and they've the f- they've gotten amazing. Like the the software for your computer that ties in with it, and you can adjust the equalizer and all that sort of stuff. Like the settings on them are insane. It, it, it really is. It's plug and play. It's a fantastic microphone. The entire Yeti line, no matter whether it's the Yeti X, the Yeti, the Yeti Nano, whatever. Um, that they, they are pretty, pretty damn impressive. And if you want an XLR mic, uh, we use the Spark SL, and it is absolutely amazing. We love it. Um, of course, you know it's a little bit different setup than the USB plug and play, but uh, also a little bit more versatile if you need that. And but here's the thing, right? And this is if if you're out there listening to the, to the show and you hear us talk about blue microphones every week and you hear us so like talk about the yeti it's a usb microphone right and then we talk about our xlr if you're like me before i had a podcast you think to yourself xlr microphones well then i gotta have a soundboard and i gotta figure out a way to plug the soundboard into my computer listen soundboard is awesome and it does awesome things for you but they also have their own blue icicle which is the thing that converts xlr into usb just like the yeti where Mm -hmm. you can 
with very little effort, you can use an XLR microphone just like a Yeti and plug it directly into any USB port on your computer. That and is it true. works seamlessly. And I've been using my icicle with no soundboard with my XLR mic for the entire time I've had it. Yep. They are, there's a lot of things when you think of high-end microphones or Yetis or any of these things where you think, I got to have all these pieces and parts to make it work correctly. It's almost all available with one purchase. Now, with yep. an XLR, you might need to buy the uh, icicle, which is not that expensive to add it onto there to make it so you don't have to buy a $200 mixer to make that happen. Like, there's just great blue products. If you have never checked them out and you're just interested, you don't even have to buy. Just check out their website. Go to crew.bluemike.com slash SOPod and check out their products if you are interested at all in recording doing Zoom meetings with better audio, you're playing video games with your friends where your audio is decent and you're not wearing just a headset, microphone, those types of things. Lots of stuff there to check out. So thank you, as always, to Blue Microphones for sponsoring the ship. The Outrider is the new ship that is in Swaga. It is captained by, I'm going to say captained, um, by Dash Rendar, of course, because if you played Shadow of the Empire, you are familiar with this ship, and it's pretty exciting. Now, it's funny because I only want... We we haven't talked about a new character kit in probably three months, but I wanted to talk about this one specifically because it's a rebel ship, and I know how much you love your rebel fleet, and I wanted to know where this fit, and if it was even... If it's going to make your team better, or just... Here's Where the it thing. Is. I don't really know the answer to that question yet. That's that's more exciting than anything because it makes it an unknown, you know. That's true. Well, let's let's run through the kit real quick because it's actually fairly short, and then we'll kind of talk about it a little bit. All right. So it is obviously light side. It's a support cargo ship, rebel scoundrel smuggler. It is. Uh, Described as a daring rebel support that increases the download of allied ships. Whatever that means, we'll find out. <laughs> what? The basic ability, illegal laser cannons of physical damage three times to target enemy and inflict critical damage down for two turns. Three times? That's random. Does that mean the base damage isn't great if it's going to be doing it three times every time? I think it's more about what can happen when you use a basic and deal damage via basic ability. Mm, interesting. So maybe how it ties in with uniques with other ships is the kind of core thing that you got going on there that could be mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, its first special is Concealed Concussion Missiles with a four-turn cooldown. Final text, still physical damage... Five times to target enemy and dispel all buffs on them and inflict target lock for two turns, which cannot be resisted. Each instance of damage reduces the target's defense by 5% for the rest of the encounter, which can't be resisted. Rebel allies gain 5% turn meter for each critical hit. So there's a potential to gain some 25% turn meter there with those five critical hits. Uh, which and take them down 25%. Good. Uh, defense for the yeah, entire counter. and that's big against like a houndstooth or something that's tanky. Mm-hmm. I like it. Huge. Uh, special two emergency special repairs. T- 
Yes, thank you. Uh, cooldown of three. Final text. All rebel allies recover 20% health and protection and gain speed up and tenacity up for one turn. All rebel allies' download progress is increased by 20%. Download. Progress starts at 0% as an increase by 1% whenever a rebel ally scores a critical hit, tripled if it's their turn, requires 100% download progress to activate. To activate what? That's weird. Hmm. Well, let's go to the unique ability. All right. The unique ability is Outrider gains 60% critical chance and the granted ability data transmission until it is defeated. Data transmission. Limit one use per battle. Dispel all debuffs on all rebel allies. They recover 50% health and protection. Grant all rebel allies Suproza supercomputer for the rest of the encounter, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Suproza supercomputer. Gain 100% critical chance and an additional bonus based on the ship's roll. Attackers at the start of bat... This is word of weird. I don't know what the hell is going on here. Um, for attackers at the start of battle... Or, sorry. Oh, no, not battle. Turn. God, I'm, I'm the idiot. <laughs> Attacker. At the start of turn, dispel stealth and taunt from all enemies and inflict defense down for one turn on a random enemy. Tanks, all rebel allies recover 10% health and protection whenever the ship receives damage. Support. <sighs> At the start of turn, inflict target lock for two turns and remove 20% Termir from a random enemy. Those are all nasty. <laughs> Those are all super nasty if you can get it off. Um, mm-hmm. So I assume this is once you get to 100% data de- or download progress, you get the data transmission um, and then the supercomputer. So this is almost like a ultimate ability from Capital Ship in a way with what it does. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. And something else to mention is, you know, all the critical chance, um, Scoring a critical hit, uh, you know, increases download progress. And this ship, as you notice, triple taps on basic, five hits on the special. So there's a lot of stuff going on here um, that that can help, you know, increase that uh, download progress it's that download progress now it sounds like from my understanding i haven't used the ship yet but from my understanding each ship will have their own download progress so like the falcon will have to get to 100 percent download progress to do the thing for it to get it whatever and then lando's millennium falcon rebel a scoundrel lando it's only scoundrel okay because I was going to say, this, calling it in as a late game um, reinforcement would have been huge for this because of the amount of turns it would take to add download oh, price, yeah, but it's not a Rebel. That's a good so. point. This, is, this ship kind of reminds me a lot of Lando's Millennium Falcon, actually, because it seems like with this download, and I've not played it, so I don't know how fast you gain download progress, but it almost seems... 
You know what? Actually, I take that back because of the fact with with the uh, Millennium Falcon, there's a lot of assist skulls, which means a lot more crit hit chances. Right. But this ship seems very much like Lando's in the fact that if a battle lasts a long time, the lo- the longer a battle lasts, the better you're going to be with this ship. Right. Yeah, I, I get that same impression for sure. Because it doesn't seem like an early game game changer. But if you are like, if it's like a standoff type thing where you're going for a long time, this ship's going to give you a major advantage. I agree. Now, I don't play, I don't have a rebel fleet that's any good. So my question then becomes, is that something you worry about with rebel fleets? Or is that something that's not a problem for you? So this really doesn't help that much. Or is it something that does happen for you and does help in that case? It might help. I don't know. Honestly. Um, Biggs with Biston is nasty. It's it's a wrecking ball. Uh, the, the only thing it can't get through is that kind of top tier lineup for Executor. It can get through other lineups of Executor. Like if you put the IG-2000 as a starter, Rebels will rip them apart. Um, it's... I'm curious to see what this will do against like the Xandu Blood starting lineup of executor uh, executor um i mean that's kind of the big question for me and i know they said synergy is falcon and biggs i i have a hard time believing biston's not in there sometime but also this reinforcement all rebel allies gain 20 percent download progress for each rebel reinforcement called in by the capital ship this encounter the outrider gains uh critical damage up for one turn so you know that's that's another way to add a little bit of progress on the uh the download thing i don't know it's it sounds pretty good but um one thing's for sure with this ship is it is a starting lineup ship because if you don't have this in no one's gaining download progress well that's what i was just saying about the reinforcement though the reinforcement gives you a little bit of a boost that maybe you may have missed if it wasn't in the beginning. Well, do you think it calling in it's if it bringing in it at, in it in as a reinforcement automatically drops 20% for everyone or does it the next ship that adds the first 20%? Uh Oh no, that's the reinforcement bonus. I thought that was a unique. Okay. Oh. So gotcha. Yeah. I thought that it had to be in the lineup and any reinforcement after that gave you 20%. It's just 20% flat for it being a reinforcement. That, that's not as good as I thought it was. I thought if it was in well, the starting for, lineup and every it reinforcement says for you each, brought... What's that? You gain 20% for each rebel reinforcement called in by... So you'd Allied want this to be your first ship. reinforcement so everyone after it added 20%. That's what I'm I, getting out for that. I'm assuming that's what it is and not like all the ones that come before it. Um, Which is weird because I would still probably want Phantom and then bring this in. Right. Or maybe not. Maybe you bring in this and then you bring in Phantom so that you get 20% and then the next turn you get another 20%. I'll be curious to see how it plays out. I'll play with it a little bit whenever I get Yeah, it I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to see how this goes. So. We'll see. Um, we shall. All right. We have one more topic to talk about. 
We do. Why don't you intro it, and I will be back in two seconds. All righty. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) Drew, a new Rebel capital ship would be awesome. Yes, please. I don't know who it would be, but that would be pretty cool. That's a good idea. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some light side territory battle squads and just a reach going to talk about a couple squads that we just kind of really like um, that we that we use consistently or have had good luck with or whatever for, you know, kind of a few different kind of parent factions here. Um, so... After I get my yawn out of the way, we'll start with the Jedi. Um, So, for the Jedi, I am going to have to still say that Jedi Knight Revan, Jolie, Hermit Yoda, Grandmaster Yoda, and Basil Sean is actually still pretty good in Phase 1. Um always been good underrated but as my actual answer for the squad you kind of have to go to Jedi Master Luke Skywalker obviously um I don't feel that strongly you know his lead versus Jedi Knight Luke they're both insanely good um you can use either one you know and just basically destroy everything pretty easily. So um, I think the two of those characters kind of need to be together. What were you going to say? I was going to say with this introduction of this, right? So a lot of these teams and a lot of you will listen to this and say, well, this character's better in that squad than this character. There's, there's not a lot of slices that involve every single one of these. But the way we're going to do it here is to pretend like it does, right? So we're not going to double up characters. I'm not. I didn't double up characters here because there's a lot of sections that will be like, you need Galactic Republic here, and you need Jedi here, and then you need two teams. Or you need Galactic Republic Jedi, you need a Jedi team, and then you need two random light side teams. Or you need, you know, there's a lot of different ways this can go. And so having teams set and ready to go that are good on their own that do do not overlap uh really make it the thing so i tried to do a jedi team a galactic republic jedi team a galactic republic team and two normal squads that overlapped didn't overlap at all does that make sense uh yeah although i will say um i will talk about when we get there it's fine if you, if we bring up the ideas of people to switch in because in different slices you don't need all of these factions. But right, well, I was going to yeah. say Galactic Republic and Galactic Republic Jedi. I don't think there's a slice where you're forced they in. They both need both of them. Correct. Yeah. So I think there can be some overlap there. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, Jedi for me, it's Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. It's Jedi Knight Luke. It's Hermit Yoda. And honestly, after those three, I don't really care. There are so many good options. I always I run the to... Old Republic with them. 
so Old Republic is great, and uh, your comp I like for a very specific reason. Um, but I am going to say Shock T because her dispel on basic is incredible, and. That's about the only thing. Well, okay, I'll take that back because JKL does a dispel on basics, so I don't really worry about making sure I have another one in there. But you are correct that she is great in that squad. Oh, and the, the other one is that I like using is Barris Offy in that squad. So let me just throw this out there. The reason I didn't have Shakti in there, like you're suggesting, is because in. We just did slice one, and they were, this is what made me think of this topic: is that we're in light side territory battle, right? Accurate. I run gas with Kenobi, which leaves no one to lead my five hundred first. And if I don't put Shakti as the leader of the five hundred first, I'm very low on teams for the non-descriptive light side battles because I run uh, so. so he- yeah. So th- this is where I think there's a conversation to be had. You're talking they, about using gas with Kenobi. I would be more tempted to use gas with Jedi Master Luke Skywalker because Luke Skywalker is lacking the damage output in general. Mm-hmm. Um, gas will heavily provide that. So I would love him in that squad for sure. Um, I think the most important thing on that Jimble squad is having the JKR because... Because in light side territory battles, you have so excuse me, you have so many B ones and B twos that need to be hit so many times to get rid of them. JKR with that mass attack that you can get often is great. And the other, the only part in this squad that's a problem I find, and why I might sub in like a Gas or a Grandmaster Yoda, is for the double attacks on their turn because they're Galactic Republic. The only team theme with my team here with Jimmel's, JKL, Hoda, JKR, and Jolie Bindo is that none of them are Galactic Republic, so they're never going to attack twice to get the double taps on those B1s and B2s. Right. And Shakti, like you said, would do the same thing because she's Galactic Republic. She's going to be able to attack twice. You're yep. going to have that dispel and basic. I don't know. It's just... Luckily, with Jimmel's, there's a very good chance that you're able to get, A, a lot of AoEs out... So even behind taunts, you're still hitting those guys to get rid of their stuff. And then JKR obviously can ignore taunt and put a marked out on those guys. I don't know. It's it's I hate light side territory battle. This is why I like talking about theory crafting these teams, but Yeah, and there's a lot of ways you can set it up. So you have Jolie Bendo in though with in there, which I think's a requirement for JKR because of how weak Revan is. He's very, very squishy. Um, well, mine's gear 12, so he definitely oh, so goes super in there. Squishy. Mine's Relic 5 and super squishy. So, um, Jolie is a pretty good addition to have in there, especially if you're going kind of with that squish squad. Um, but I think I would prefer to put a little bit more tanky attacker in there. Um, but I I do like JKR. I mean, he is he's awesome. I, I can't disagree. I mean... The dispel with the TM swap and the attack, it's it's he's pretty good. So Well let's move on to the other Jedi requirements for this uh for this uh territory battle, and that's Galactic Republic Jedi. 
Okay. And I usually do this team only so I save a Padme team for the light side battles, which I can still get a usually get three out or four out of four with the Padme squad. So this means we'll talk about Galactic Republic in the next round, which is also one of my two normal squads. But I run Jedi Master Kenobi, Gas, Grandmaster Yoda, Mace Windu, who's awesome after this new. Uh, He's awesome rework. after this new rework and the Isla Sakura. Oh, he's so crazy. Like I used him in round one on in the squad, and he was ridiculous. He he uh, he finally got killed in the third round because he obviously gains taunt under JMK, but he revives so often. The amount of revives he gets, you just really makes him viable under JMK, and he did get killed early. Like I said in the third wave, but it made me able to get four out of four just to get that far with this squad. And I might switch out Yoda and put him under Jimmels just to have an attacker under Jimmels that's really good and is a uh, Galactic Republic and right. switch out with like... Uh, um, well, I don't like Master Yoda with J uh, JMK because the turn meter prevention um so grandmaster yoda is another one that i i that i do love using with jedi master luke especially if you're using jedi master luke's lead because you can always just keep calling yoda in and he basically has infinite turn meter um yeah versus you, the Pup republic squad with kenobi do you do you find yourself using his aoe and his basic and that's almost it exclusively uh, in light side territory battle that's what it seems like i mean always spread the buffs when you get the chance but it's a lot of aoe and a lot of basic it's for all that turn meter god game he gains so much turn meter it's crazy yeah he Jedi, grandmaster yoda is great in this in he light is side he's amazing battle. yep he, what's, yeah, your, what's your galactic he, republic jedi team yeah he's got to be in my jedi squad um for so, sure my God. Galactic Republic Jedi squad. I mean, so, um, obviously Jedi Master Kenobi. Um, you can't can't use the Saucy Kitty because they're Jedi. So I will say Shock T. Shock T Ahsoka. I. I really like Ahsoka. Um, she's a good character overall. She is. She's better if you compare her with Gas, but she is still like a really good character. Um, Ayla, it, Ayla can be pretty good. Where, where it, I think it's slice four where there's the Galactic Republic Jedi battle. Um, and I think the way it works out, I end up using gas. In you have the a Galactic squad. Republic Jedi in Phase One too. Uh, no, never mind. It's two Jedi. So I yes, two. Jedi. I just I just assumed Galactic Republic Jedi in the first round because I'm going to use JK Galactic as Republic the Jedi. Round. I think or slice three, no. and that one you basically have to have Kenobi gas. Um. I think I use Ayla. Mace will probably help considerably. 
and and the, the rework Soka, definitely did a lot for him. Yeah, I really like the new Mace. Yeah, I'm curious to get to get a little bit more use with him. Um, but yeah, I kind of think that's where I'm at. Kenobi, Shock T, Gas, Ahsoka, and Barris, if I can make it work, or uh, one of the tanks, Mace. I'll say Mace since I haven't mentioned him yet. We'll I really this. want to get Guy Adamundi to relic levels. Yeah, yeah. Just to see where he slots in to all this, you know. Yep. It's funny that he's been out so long, and it's just a character that I've never used at all. I have no interest, or not interest. I have a lot of interest right. in him. It's just a character I've not used, have no knowledge of. Supposedly good, just don't know anything about him. Yep. Wild. So, what about um? Wait, did you say your Galactic Republic Jedi squad? Yeah, I said Je- Ken- Kenobi, Gas, okay. Yoda, Mace Windu, Isla. Um, for Galactic Republic, this is going to be not. We'll we'll effectively call this non Jedi Master Kenobi. Fair, <laughs> for sure. Okay. So. This is the team I, I usually use in the normal light side squad. This like where is it just says the, light side. Well, this is the squad that I use in the special mission in phase one. And I am going to, we're both going to have the same squad here. It's Padme, the Saucy Kitty, General Kenobi, uh, Jedi, is it Jedi Knight Anakin, and yeah. Ahsoka Tano. Uh, the synergy between all of them is crazy. The Saucy Kitty is stupidly ridiculous in this light side territory battle. From the double tap on basic that already hits twice, she tears through B- B1s and B2s. She does turn mirror swap. She does the nuke. And then, you know, you've got the Padme, Kenobi, Anakin, Ahsoka core that is insane. We know how good that is if you've been playing this game very long at all. Um, What a fun the, team. Those, that's been, yeah. been a fun team since it got came out. Even if it's just those three. Anakin, Ahsoka, and Padme. Just a, a steamroll. Yep. So. It does great. Like, as long as... I, I don't think it's as good if Kenobi's not in there. They do get burned very you, quickly you if Kenobi's not in there. Well, but, Anakin and Ahsoka are so squishy. You have to have a tank. Oh, you, you can't easily. get without a tank. Like Mace as much as much protection too. as you gain on this as Padme squad, if they focus one of those two in Anakin and Ahsoka, they can kill them. Which is why you need Kenobi to make sure that if they do focus one character and bring them down, they're not going to attack them straight up the next time. If they AOE and kill them, that yeah. would be very unlucky. But it doesn't happen that often because Kenobi usually <laughs> saves them, and then by the time they can attack them again straight up they're already got protection up from padme that makes you roll through the phases so they they also have a lot of other stuff like you know kenobi can get rid of the debuffs can do the mass assist you have anakin who can clear the, the buffs you have ahsoka who can also clear buffs and give pop like there's some good stuff going on so z splash missions in chat which i don't know a lot about um bad batch Another good option for Galactic Republic Sands. I could see that. 
I, I mean, can definitely I, see it. I haven't used it, but I don't know uh, who else. Who would me. the fifth be? That would be the real question. Probably the Bad Batch character. Oh uh, well, okay. I'm thinking in terms of getting Galactic Legend Lord Vader if you don't have Omega geared because she's not needed for. Uh, yeah, on that one, I Lord don't know. Vader. Armor, maybe. Is she Galactic? She's not Galactic Republic. Oh, that's right, Galactic Republic. What am I thinking, idiot? Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um. Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels mentions uh, JMK lead with Bad Batch for our four and all phases. Yeah, that that would be that would get done, and that's that's you know a good way to kind of use your roster management with characters like Kenobi and Jedi Master Luke Skywalker's. They have so much versatility you can kind of mix and match, and really make some insane squads with not a lot. So, um. Now we're just going to say two light side squads kind of outside those restrictions. And yes, everybody listening can guess what mine, my first one. This is my number one squad in light side. Mine is terrible when I try to use it. Mine is, I know what you're going to say and mine is very bad. If it's resistance, mine is very bad. I can't even RJT with R2, BB-8. Veteran Han and C-3PO. It's insane. The only issue is if you run across General Grievous, that team does not do well against General Grievous, but other than that, it is stupid. It's it's so easy. Nice. Yeah, I've tried that team, and I can get... Usually, I can get my C-3PO and my R2-D2, my uh, RJT's Relic 7... My Han is whatever, or my veteran Han is whatever is needed for the whatever character I geared him for. Right. My BB 8 is gear 12, so that doesn't help. That does not get me more than one. Doesn't wave. matter. I can't you, get more it, than one wave. It shouldn't matter. They should never take a turn, basically. I mean, I can't get if you play more it than right. one wave. Like, I won out of four with that team for me. If you play it but right, that's not to say I don't know what I'm doing because I don't know what I'm doing. Right. It still gets me one out of four. So if you have that team and you're not getting one out of four, that is a good way to do it. But if you have a good version of that team or it's modded moderately close to what Wink is doing, then you're probably in a good spot. But mine does not do that. It's mainly about strategy, about using the abilities at the right time and like. Mine always ends up with targeting properly. With uh, a taunts, taunts on taunts on the Magna Guard, kind of screw really? things. And then on top of that, someone always gets nuked. Like there's always one person that gets nuked by a Droideka, and then the, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah, you just gotta tear through him. I mean. Calling in Vet Han to where he double taps. Always make sure you call him in. Whether it's with RJT or C3PO, always call Vat Han. He double taps, he exposes, he staggers. Like it's a great control mechanism for keeping their turn meter low. Um, that, that squad's insane. Uh, give me one of yours. Um, so I've already said this one, but sh- I always say Shakti with my founder first because that team can usually get me three out of four at the very least. And the only time they don't get four out of four is if the fourth wave is Geonosians. Then they have oh, our yeah. time. 
but right. um that is one of my usual normal squads just the light side requirement that's a good one sometimes cls Han, chewy chupio and old bin or c3po i use if right. i try if i don't try the resistance squad then i put c3po in with them but that is never more than a two out of four squad I have really? a very hard time with the normal light side squads because there's not a lot of light sides, good light side squads for me. So, all right. So if you're using CLS, Han, Chewy, Backpack, Chewy, and 3PO, uh, the the best waves to use them are kind of in the middle phase, slice two and slice three in the middle because there are double B2s and double B2s are really good for that squad. You basically entirely ignore the b2s and the b2s commit suicide on counter so uh that squad can absolutely tear through stuff with c3po and they expose you can eat through characters health pretty quickly i i think that is an amazing squad it's super good um however that's not going to be my next squad my next squad is going to be mon mothma with uh with my girl cara dune Pow, Scout, and of course Kyle Katarn. That 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 squad's just stupid. It's it's really good. Um, you know, Kyle gets the bonus TM, he gets call everybody in, you get the turn mirror train going, the turn mirror train. Believe me, there's no station in between waves one and four. That train ain't stopping. So <laughs> um it's it's badass. It's it's insanely good. So it stays on the rails unlike us. It stays on the rails unlike us, yes. Okay, got it. Very well stated. <laughs> Makes sense. So yeah, hopefully some of that gave you guys some ideas, maybe, for the slice side territory battle. Um anything else that I don't that know you want to mention about LSTV just... or whatever? What I've noticed, at least for me, as far as my own roster goes, I find it incredibly easy to find squads to use in dark side territory battle as opposed to light side territory battle. You need to be more strategic in light side territory battle. I think that's partly because there's so much mix and match. Like, well, where am I going to use Joe Anakin Skywalker? Am I going to use him as leader? Am I going to use him with one of the Jedi squads? Am I going to use him some with the Galactic Republic? Like, you have a thousand different options for so many of these core characters, and there's so many of these core characters that are good. And I think that creates a serious problem versus the dark side that's a little bit more synergized across uh, the different characters. Like, it's not so overpowered on just individual characters. I also this about light side territory battle. This... We people complain about light side territory battle being hard. I will say this: this is the only thing, and you can tell, you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is the only thing that they've released mm. in this game, as far as difficulty has stood the test of time. Yes, yeah, uh, and. I still think this is one of the best game modes in this game. I agree 100%. It's something that was released and was not trivial within three months. Yep. This has been out for a year and a half, probably. And it's still not. It's still pretty difficult. It's like, still pretty difficult, Even for sure. with these better, better characters, you still have to plan. You still have to use roster management. You have to play strategically. It is the most well-designed 
PVE event in this game. I agree a hundred percent. So, so awesome. Well, all right. I think then. it's time we wrap this thing up. Cause I need some sleep. You should probably get some sleep. I know that I am now two hours behind you instead of one. So yeah, that's it's, it's rough. All right. Well, everybody out there, by the way, you better hope that, that everybody is, uh, everybody stops doing daylight savings time thing doesn't happen because at that point, half the year, you're not on this only an hour ahead oh, of me I've, half the year. You're always two hours ahead of me. So yeah, I've thought about this. <laughs> oh, I, okay. Anyway, so thank you everybody for listening. It's been a lot of fun. It was fun hanging out for GAC in that stream. We'll let you know how we did either next week or in uh, discord. If you're not in discord, discord.me slash shattered order is how you can get there to come hang out with us during the week. That's where we're uh, normally found. Uh, other than that, I just want to say thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, big shout out to Corey and Nick for the raid earlier and for everyone that's stuck around to the end here to hang out with us. We hope that you will come hang out with us again. We love meeting new people and uh, Indeed. the conversation has been awesome. So thanks everybody for listening. Yep. We'll be back again next week for episode 287. We'll let you know what that is. Um, we have ideas. Uh, I'm going to have to talk to Wink and see if we can get it to work, but we got some ideas for next week's episode. So until then, thank you everyone for hanging out and we will catch you next week for episode 287. Later. Later.